So what's up everybody? Welcome on to another panic attack with Big John. Follow me on Getter, Twitter, and Truth Social at the real underscore Big John. Do all the like, share, comment, and subscribe stuff. A lot of things going on today. Historic day yesterday, technically, in America. And we gotta talk about it. So two of the most controversial people in the United States did some big things in the last two or three days. <laughs> and uh, this is probably the only podcast where you will hear anyone compare and contrast Donald Trump and Vince McMahon, as well as put their forearm in front of their face while they're recording. But anyhow, uh, another thing that happened, the most important political race of 2023 happened in Wisconsin tonight. Had to wet my whistle a little bit there. Just hopped out of the shower here at uh, quarter after three in the morning. Uh, <clears throat> let me see if I can pull this up. Was Oops, Wisconsin Supreme court race uh this was an important one and we kind of knew what was going to happen but okay so politico has it uh pms nbc had this earlier this evening uh the rachel maddow announced it while they were doing some election and trump coverage but uh Liberal judge wins Wisconsin Supreme Court showdown. Liberal Milwaukee judge Janet. This is the first time I'm reading her last name. So, uh, Protese Whisk. Her last name is spelled P R O T A S I E E W I C. Pro. Protowix. Sounds good enough to me. Protoziwiz? I don't know. Whatever. People in Wisconsin will know because now you're in poop. Uh, I gave the, the thumbs down to the PMS NBC article or YouTube video. And I typed in the comments, now the Democrats can steal Wisconsin. <laughs> or... Or was it was something like that? The Democrats can steal Wisconsin now, as they did before. <laughs> and uh, it didn't take long for that comment to get some likes. <laughs> Probably get more likes than the video. Because nobody likes PMSNBC, as the great Rush Limbaugh used to call it. So the biggest thing that happened today, uh, our 45th and soon-to-be 47th president of the United States... Donald Trump was arraigned, arrested and arraigned. So, watching NBC breaking news coverage of this uh, around mm, 2 o'clock, I was waiting for Steven Crowder's live stream to start. And uh, while I was waiting, uh, I was watching... NBC's coverage and they brought up 
this idea that there was now going to be a tax violation brought into the equation. Uh, that was not one of the 34 counts on the indictment, though. Uh, they were talking, first of all, he wasn't going to be brought in in handcuffs because the Secret Service wouldn't allow that, just period, point blank. It's too much of a safety risk to a former president to be handcuffed and that kind of crowd, and you don't know. Um, this district attorney called up 38,000 New York City police officers and essentially shut the town down thinking that there was going to be an insurrection. And there, of course, there was not going to be because there never was one. But anyhow, uh, there are people out there that dislike Donald Trump, especially in New York. So the Secret Service was not going to let him be put in handcuffs for something this petty, a business white collar crime. If you can call it that. Uh, NBC and others were talking about the de the debates. Now, as of right now, his two key opponents, Donald Trump's two top opponents, Ron DeSantis and Mike Pence, have criticized this district attorney. But it brings up the opportunity uh, for opponents, either in the primary or general election, to say, well, Trump has too much political baggage or too much <laughs> criminal baggage, maybe, uh, to put doubt into moderate, middle-of-the-road voters' minds. That's what they're saying. Uh, F. Chuck Todd. Now he's just Chuck Todd. And, and I call him F. Chuck Todd because that's what Rush Limbaugh always called him. So that's what I'm always going to call him. Chuck Todd said, one day we'll wake up and the emperor will have no clothes, even among his base. Basically saying one day he's going to have been charged with so many things that even his base will say he's naked politically. He's got nothing. He cannot cover his own ass anymore. I don't know. There are going to be polls come out, and we'll see where that goes. Most reliable polling that I've seen, over 50% of people polled say this is a, a bogus, trumped-up charge, pun intended. So, uh, I was watching the clock, and it was 2.02 p.m., and they said Trump's lawyers had not yet seen this indictment. That few days ago when it came out that there were going to be 34 charges on this, that was a leak from the district attorney's office. But at 2.02 p.m., they said Trump's lawyers have not even seen this indictment yet. You don't get to see it until after the arraignment. And everything is unsealed and read in court. And then you enter your plea. Uh, I did not know that that's how that went down. Because a couple days ago, it was announced that there were going to be 34 indictments. Or 34 counts in the indictment. 
So that 34 was a leak from the DA's office. And somebody later mentioned that this, uh, this New York courtroom is a leaky court. So there's going to be information behind the scenes leaked to the press over time. At 2.06 p.m., the banner on NBC read, Trump arrested awaiting arraignment. So they had evidently gotten news from their people that the arrest process and the fingerprinting and the booking had just taken place. Now he was headed to his arraignment. And they made sure that was on the bottom of the screen in big letters. Trump arrest, Trump under arrest awaiting arraignment. And then there was a whoa moment. Trump's attorney, there's several of them, but the one that's very attractive, hot, hot as hell. Uh, she was on CNN talking to Don Lamont a few days ago. And she said the only crime that's been committed is the DA leaked the counts, the 32 counts. And Don Lemon said, well, we don't know that. And she said, yes, we do. There were only two people that had access to that file. And the Trump team was not one of those people. <laughs> so who else could have leaked it? So uh, the 32 or 34 counts are falsifying records in hush hush money payments to two women the counts are in the first degree and this could carry up to 134 or 36 years in jail uh i seriously doubt that is going to happen in fact everybody even the cnn people are like this ain't gonna happen uh at first, these attorney, these people on CNN, pardon me, or no, what was I watching? NBC. Jesus, can't keep them all straight. Probably because I was flipping around. Well, anyhow, they were saying this trial might not start till May or June at the earliest. Oh, there's a revelation coming. But let's just wait. So what they did was they took every legal payment that he made to Michael Cohen and every check that he wrote and every entry into his business ledger or what we might call a checkbook every time a payment was made to cohen every time a check was written to cohen and every time that that was entered into the ledger that's one count see where they're stacking the deck just trying to throw things at the wall see if they'll stick there are no conspiracy charges, which you would think in something like this there would be. And the DA alluded that Trump told people, do this, do that. Because do you think Donald Trump really enters information into his own ledger, his own business ledger? People might say, hey, you have this bill to pay. 
write a check out where they might put the check in front of him and say sign it but I don't think he's entering <laughs> entering information into his own QuickBooks software just just a, a, a thought so he would have to tell someone else to enter this record falsely that would make conspiracy and that's what everybody was looking for here he had to have told somebody to do this but the DA is trying to say, no, Trump wrote all the checks, made all the ledger entries. <laughs> that just doesn't happen with businessmen at his level. They have people that do that for him. But anyways. So, here we go. Here's the plot twist. There will be no trial until January of 2024. The earliest Republican primaries start at least in January. And I think a couple of the key states like Rhode Island and some of them, that that's the only attention they ever get. I think they've actually moved their primaries up to December to get a head start on the Iowa caucus. So, right in the midst of GOP primary season... That's when this trial will start. Is that court really that backed up? I heavily think not. So the next in-court appearance for this group, Trump, his lawyers, the district attorney, and all of them, is going to be December 4th. So we're talking this is going to start right before political primary season. And we'll go possibly through the presidential campaign and I think a lot of people are seeing through the political shenanigans of this so I want to give a quick plug to one of the lawyers I was watching on uh, Stephen Crowder's live stream uh, it's Ricada Law on and his channel is on Rumble spelled R-E-K-I-T or, oops, I misspelled it already. R-E-K-I-E-T-A. Ricada Law. So, <clears throat> CNN, they were running all day, of course, through this. And Crowder was trying to live fact check them. But this isn't about the Crowder live stream. Um, Trump's attorney, who's a pretty heavy set fellow, kind of like myself. He was on there saying that, you know, this is this New York court has leaks. We just talked about the leaks from the DA's office. And this is really a, a trial in the court of public opinion to get just enough people to doubt Donald Trump to get him to lose the presidential. Uh, CNN kept bringing up January 6th. Uh, one funny note is that uh, one of Trump's attorneys who was talking on CNN was saying that Stormy Daniels is a more credible witness than Michael Cohen. And Cohen is the prosecution's key witness. So, <laughs> interesting. So, after all that, it was pretty quick. Uh, this was going to be a quick hearing. These always are. If you were in a state court 
there would be you know 50 or more arraignments a day and they would be in a matter of minutes but this was uh, at a federal courthouse so they blocked the whole day off the whole courthouse off just for this that makes sense um as tr <laughs> they they were showing uh following trump everywhere with helicopters uh a buddy of mine said he has a, a flight tracker app and among the uh the trump plane that he was tracking to new york from florida he also noticed that when he left florida there were probably 10 helicopters circling the airport and when he got to New York, there were 10 or 20 helicopters. And of course, some of those are military and police because it is the pres former president. Uh, but a lot of them were probably news helicopters, too. So they're making this a big deal. They, they showed the Trump motorcade coming and going. <laughs> some people, I actually posted a picture of the OJ Bronco and the Trump, <laughs> Trump SUV. Uh, it was kind of like that in a way, but as all this was going on, Trump's sons tweet, uh, tweeted and Instagrammed that the ninth district court of appeals has ordered, what's her, they shouldn't be calling her Stormy Daniels, they should be calling her by her real name, I'll be more professional than the judge the da and everyone else i'll get her real name it's stephanie something stephanie clifford so <laughs> this afternoon while all this was going on to trump all this bogus ridiculousness stephanie clifford was ordered to pay donald trump <laughs> this is the district attorney's number two witness. <laughs> she was ordered to pay Donald Trump one hundred twenty-one thousand dollars. Or let me get all, let me get all these numbers in. So the Trumps went down to the exact penny of what she was ordered to pay one hundred twenty-one thousand nine hundred sixty-two dollars and fifty-six cents. I'm glad they threw the fifty-six cents in there, and I hope he gets it. Um, <laughs> uh, Stephanie Clifford has been bragging about how her t-shirt sales have gone up and I guess she's doing a t-shirt thing to raise money to pay Donald Trump back. She's also doing more porn and more strip tees. And it's kind of sad because she's 44 years old. Um, which makes her younger than me, but not by much. The thing of it is, and she's been married three times. It's not that big a deal to be married three times. Donald's been married, what, six? I don't know, seven, ten, two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? I don't know. Anyhow, so Stephanie Gregory, that must be her maiden name, Clifford, ordered to pay Donald Trump. $121,962.56 for breaking the hush money agreement, the NDA, non-disclosure agreement, that Michael Cohen had her sign. In 2006, this uh, Stormy Daniels 
Stephanie Clifford affair came up. She denied it back then. She's written letters that she had been denying it. Well, then she decided to write a book about the time Trump announced he was going to run for president. And sometime after that, uh, Michael Cohen decided to pay her to shut up and have her sign a non-disclosure agreement. So she took the money and wasn't supposed to talk about it. So Donald Trump denied the affair and called her a whore. And she sued him for defamation. And a judge said, no, you weren't being defamed because you work in the sex industry and you've taken money for sex. <laughs> so she owes Trump 300000 and his sons are saying $500,000 for that. Now we're up to another $121,962.56 on top of the money Shari owed him for legal fees when he beat her in the defamation lawsuit. <laughs> so, uh, another fun note on this. The daughter of the judge works for a group which works for the Biden campaign. Very interesting there, huh? I think this judge isn't anti-Trump. We knew that going into this, and I'm not saying he's doing it because of his daughter, but the family's obviously liberal Democrat family. The media had some good questions, and the district attorney had some bad answers. He basically came out and did a monologue on why, or pardon me, what the charges are. And he made this sound like <laughs> Trump had committed a capital offense. <laughs> and he's saying, we take bookkeeping and records very seriously in New York. So in order to upgrade this from misdemeanor to felony, he had to be doing this to cover up another crime. So one of the reporters said, well, what was the other, what are the other crimes you keep talking about? Because you haven't told us that. He said, well, I went over it once, but I'll clarify it again with you. This guy's like a type three diabetic, by the way. I'm type two. I'm, I'm working my way backwards, but I, I crossed that line, but I'm getting healthier. Uh, but this guy's like in his own diabetic league. He's so out there. Nonetheless, he said that Trump broke federal campaign finance laws in this because it was a cover-up to keep his campaign uh, looking good. Not to make his campaign look bad there. That's what I was trying to say. Uh... <laughs> They've been going at this since 2006, when the rumor first started, and they've been trying to keep 
her under wraps and quiet since then. Uh, and she has denied it since then. Denied the affair with Trump. Pardon me, let me get that straight. This alleged affair that may or may not have happened until she needed to make money selling a book may or may not have happened has been going on since 2006 and in 2007 what eight years before he decided to run for president they were trying to get this out of the way and off of the public mind way back then They asked him, other prosecutors decided not to prosecute this. Why are you doing this? Do you have new evidence? And he said, yes, we have new evidence. But then he didn't say what the evidence was. Later on, he alluded to text messages and cell phones and things like that, but just not buying it. What is the evidence that connects the hush money or the non-disclosure agreement to Michael Cohen to another crime. This guy's not going to be able to prove that in court, folks. I don't think any jury is going to find Trump guilty on any of these charges, and they're all the same charge. Uh, the second lady is most likely Karen McDougal, a Playboy playmate that Trump allegedly fooled around with. This is important, people, because of this. If we have political persecutions like this, and some of you are going, yay, 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 What's going to happen when they come for you? Republicans should not be out there witch hunting on Democrats. And Democrats should not be out there witch hunting on Republicans. Where Trump finds himself is he is a threat to more than just one establishment or one party. And he's an outsider to everyone, even though for a while he was an insider. That's why he knows all their tricks and what they'll, they're capable of. And that's why people inside the Beltway, lifelong bureaucrats, political generals in the military that live off of the military constantly being at war uh, they don't want Trump four years he didn't start a new war didn't invade a new country he did you know do some drone strikes to uh, decapitation strikes they're called sometimes to go after one key enemy uh, a leader so you cut off the head the rest of the body will go that sort of thing but he didn't start any new wars and believe it or not there are people in this country that don't like that 
<laughs> people high up that we ain't going to talk about right now. There are people that just plain hate Donald Trump because he's not a nice person. He's abrasive. He's cocky. Uh, but I bet you Donald Trump's the person you'd want to have as a friend. Because I get this feeling once you're his friend, he's your friend to the end. Until you screw up royally like Jeffrey Epstein did when Jeffrey tried to recruit girls at Mar-a-Lago to join his little sex cult. Or big sex cult, actually. Uh, Trump was friends with Epstein and Giselle, what's her name? Giselle Maxwell. Ghislaine Maxwell, excuse me. Um, but in the end, just didn't work. He realized what a scumbag Epstein was. We now see what scumbags the Clintons were because they were on that flight log many, many, many times and Trump was not there once. And Trump was the only person when Epstein was being prosecuted in 2002, he was the only celebrity type person to cooperate with the police. So, make you wonder... I'm going to actually break this off now, do two separate videos. We need to talk about Vince McMahon and the sale of world wrestling entertainment. So, till next panic attack, God bless you guys. Remember to pray for one another. Love somebody today and be the reason somebody feels loved. And uh, we need to do, a, somebody needs to do like a freedom of information request to Get cameras allowed inside this courtroom so we can see what goes on firsthand. Because if not, you're going to have to rely on the media's opinion of what happens. And that's going to be bogus as hell. God bless you guys. See you next panic attack.